What is up guys, Sophie here and I am back with another video. If you are new, then don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the notification bell and don't forget to check the description box because I always put a lot of stuff in there, including my book specifically for single women, which you may be interested in because we are gonna be talking about a topic that affects most women. And basically these are when women, the type of assumptions women like to make that end up making a behind out of themselves. And the technical term for this are cognitive distortions. So once we get into it, you're gonna see what I am talking about. Don't get intimidated by the big words. I'm gonna break it down for you. So the first thing that we have is arbitrary interference, which is drawing conclusions without sufficient information. So a lot of women tend to do this when it's like, when it's like this. You're out on a date with a guy. A guy goes to the bathroom for two minutes and then when he comes back, you see him looking at the waitress and you feel like he has sex with the waitress in the bathroom. Now, is it possible? Anything is possible. But realistically speaking, if you are on a date out with your man and he looks at a waitress, it's probably not gonna be likely that he's having sex with somebody in the bathroom, especially if he's only been in there for two minutes. That might be an extreme example, but believe it or not, a lot of women tend to draw conclusions especially in relationships, especially when they have been hurt before. In the past example, a woman who has been cheated on a lot, or even if that man has specifically cheated on her, then she may develop defense mechanisms or cognitive distortions in which she automatically assumes the worst about somebody without having sufficient evidence. A lot of women do this. I'm going to tell you a true story of this friend that I had when her boyfriend went to go take her car detailed. He was gone for about an hour. He said it was only going to take about 20 minutes. She called me at about 45 minutes, freaking out, talking about he he's cheated and he ain't no good and all this other type of stuff. When realistically speaking, he was only gone for an hour. Yes, does it suck that it took past 20 minutes? Sure. But is he going to detail your car, go over another woman's house, have sex with another woman's house, come back and drive home without you noticing anything? Probably not. So with that being said, it's important to know, ladies, you, if you automatically make assumptions about men without knowing them or take small clues or evidence thinking that you can prove some point about them and you can't because you don't know enough to do that. If that is the case, then you, then some other man has probably damaged you or if you have some, I know it's harsh to say it like that, but you might have some deep psychological issue rooted around that and it needs to be addressed in order for you to fix it. All right, so the next one that we're going to go to is selective abstraction. Only seeing what you want or do not want to see. Women are famous for over, like in bad relationships or in toxic relationships, women are famous for overcompensating for the minimal good traits that a man has and will overlook the bad, right? Like a woman will say, oh, well, at least he pays me attention, but that's like the bar that he, if he's your man, he is supposed to be paying you attention or, oh, at least he has a job, right? So that's what you do as an adult. Or you might look at the fact like, oh, at least he has six figures and he has his own house. And I've seen this a lot with women and he's a high value man, but he's seeing like five other women and and the woman doesn't want to see that. She just wants to see the good attributes about the man and ignore the fact that he's not really committed to her or treating her in a good way. 
At the end of the day, you always want to see things and people for who they are. A lot of women will tend to over glamorize a man and over glamorize the good or refuse to see the bad about a man because they fear being alone. Like, oh, if he leaves, then who else am I going to find who treats me like this? And the this are all the good things that they do about somebody or maybe or the good things that he does for the woman or the imaginary good things instead of looking at the relationship as a whole. Don't ever feel like a relationship is just picking the pros and forgetting all the cons. It don't matter if he's a six-figure earner and he has his own house if he doesn't plan on marrying you and you ain't never going to live in the house and you're never going to benefit from any of his income because you're just one out of 10 women, then it really don't matter, right? The good that's happening because ultimately it's not good for you. So that's when it comes to that cognitive distortion I want you guys to keep in mind. So the next is overgeneralization. Generalizing things about one situation to all similar situation, magnification and exaggeration. I see this a lot when it comes to women who get very angry and also very bitter. All men are like this. All men are like this. All females do this. All men who are over six feet, who have this job, who do this and there's name Bob. But realistically speaking, each person deserves to be judged based on their individual merit. Don't become the bitter woman. Oh, all black men ain't nothing. Or all men not. Don't become that because all one set of purpose or men, you can't generalize it, okay? And I feel like a lot of women can be in danger of becoming very bitter. And I have even heard them and seen them myself. If every time I am sitting across from you, you want to talk about how all men ain't crap just because of the few men that you chose that ain't crap. And now the whole world is doomed and there's no good men out there and you're never going to get married ever because of what a couple of men did to you. There's a billion, billions of people on this world and you can't, and you have to refrain from punishing every man for what one or two may have done for you. And even if you do get into a relationship, you're telling the guy, oh, well, my ex used to do that. And when he was doing that, he was cheating and blah, and just saying all of this stuff. At the end of the day, you're punishing this person who you barely even know, or you're trying to have a relationship with. You're punishing that person for something that somebody else did that he don't even know. So a lot of the times you have to refrain from doing that because that's going to keep you from a relationship. So the next one is personalization. Everything is either your fault or a personal attack. Oh my God, I have seen so many women do this. This is where women tend to get either defensive or feel like everything falls on them. For example, if you text a guy, I've even seen had a guy do this to me. If, if he, like a guy was texting me, right? I got up and took a shower. I came back to 20 texts of him having a conversation with himself about first texting me, why I'm not answering. What did he do wrong? I mean, it was just insane. A lot of women do that. Oh, he didn't text me back fast enough. What did I do? It must mean that, um, I'm, he must not love me or it's something or maybe I'm smothering him or it's, it's not even all of that. Everything is not your fault. And even if it is something that you have done to turn a man off and you know that you was genuinely being yourself, then who cares? It's like sometimes women, we want to, and I feel like men even get off on the fact that women do this because we want to internalize and 
personalize everything that oftentimes this turns into the woman doing everything in the relationship. And then when things don't go the way she wants it to, because she's trying to be perfect and she could even be perfect and the relationship is still going south, she still feels like, oh, it's my fault and I need to do more. Or she still feels like a failure because she did everything right. Instead of just blaming the man and saying, okay, I'm being a good girlfriend or I'm being a good partner. Or I'm being a good dating partner. And this is his problem that he can't recognize it. That's how you need to reframe it in your brain. If you genuinely know that you're a good person and you're not doing anything out of malice, the fact that he doesn't see you or want to talk to you or answer your text or want to date you or whatever the case may be is not your problem. It's his problem. And walk away and let it be that. Never try to overcompensate and make a man see you for how amazing you are when you just have to be that. If he sees it, great. If he don't, then bye. Somebody else will, right? Oh, and the last one that I'm going to get into is polarized thinking. This is another one that I feel destroys relationships. And this is when people see black and white, but they refuse to see the gray area. Oh, you must think like me. You must be like me. You must do everything the way I want you to do it. And if you don't, then you must not love me. When realistically speaking, two people can be in love and two people can be two completely different people with two completely different opinions. And as long as they're not disrespecting each other, it's not indicative of anything. The fact that, oh, if I want to go to an all black party, I don't know, all white party, and I want to dress up and my boyfriend doesn't want to go with me, that means that he doesn't love me. That doesn't necessarily mean that, right? That's extremes. Now, if every time he wants to go, you want to go somewhere and he don't ever want to go, like he'll never want to be seen with you in public, then yes, that's a problem. But also we have to stop thinking in terms of extremes that just because a person doesn't do or act in the way that you want them to, that all of a sudden you feel it means X. When really it might not mean X. Like we said in the first thing, stop making us assumptions and stop assuming and just ask, right? All right, guys, that's about it. Thank you guys so much for watching. And I will talk to you guys another day, another time. Bye y'all. Not ready for the show to end? It doesn't have to. You can head over to my site where you can read hundreds of articles. And also you can feel free to shop my store where I have all of my products for sale. And last but not least, for even more video content, feel free to visit my YouTube channel where I talk about a wide array of content. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, stay blessed.